hello to whoever is hearing this. I hope you're having a great day. And I look forward to you guys hearing this. Welcome to my podcast. I'm going to discuss some poetry today. I have two amazing pieces of poetry. Um, one from William Shakespeare, the one and only. And one from Louis Slade. The two pieces we're going to be talking about today are Sonnet 94 and I Live, I Die, I Burn, I Drown. Both of these pieces of poetry are very rich and have a lot of literary devices which popped out at me. So we're going to start off by reading the poems. First, I'm going to read Sonnet 94 by William Shakespeare. They that have power to hurt and will do none. They that do not do the thing they most do show. Who moving others are themselves as stone, unmoved, cold, and to temptation slow. They rightfully, rightly do inherit heaven's graces and husband nature's riches from expense. They are the lords and owners of their faces. Others but stewards of their excellence. The summer's flower is the summer's sweet, though to itself it only live and die. But if that flower with base infection meet, the basest weed outbraves his dignity. For sweetest things turn sourest by their deeds. Lilies that fester smell far worse than weeds. And that concludes Sonnet 94. Um, the first thing that I noticed is the complex rhyme scheme of ABAB um, in the first quatrain of Sonnet when it says when each of them ends in the first line ends in none and then the second line ends in show. The third line ends in stone and the fourth line ends in slow. So none and stone both end of their own um, sound. And show and slow um, end in the O sound. So it's an A, B, A, B, end rhyme, um, slant rhyme as well, to get more specific. Um, if you didn't notice while we were reading, we do have a couple of metaphors that Shakespeare utilizes. Um, he uses the flower to represent um, power. And he also uses weeds to contrast those flowers. Um, the first quatrain we saw Shakespeare representing and talking about power, which is the subject of the poem. He, he's really, his audience he's talking about are the people in power. And this immediately reminded me of a very famous quote that says, with great responsibility, no, with great power comes great responsibility. I even messed it up. Um, so yeah, with great, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, and so that's what I originally thought of when I heard, when I read this sonnet. And I actually really believe that that, that famous quote can apply to the same scenario. Um, it seems to me as if like Shakespeare is referring, you know, to those positions of, of power and comments on what he should do with those powers. And he also, he and he uses you know, complex relationships with the flower and the weed 
in order to tell um, those people in power what to not do and what to do. Um, and, and I think it, it really has a great message um, that we can all take part of, which is that great responsibility. With, with great power comes great responsibility. And I really felt like that message resonated with that. And I really enjoyed reading this Sonnet 94. Um, you know, moving on to the I Live, I Die, I Burn, I Drown poem by Louise Lade. I hope I'm not butchering that name. I'm really the worst with those. But first, I really wanted to point out the title, right? The, you know, the title itself is an anaphora um, with, with, with I. And an anaphora is basically the repetition um, of that I. Um, so it goes, I live the first, let's read the entire poem and then we can analyze. <clears throat> so, I live, I die, I burn, I drown. I endure at once, chill and cold. Life is at once too soft and too hard. I have sore troubles mingled with joys. Suddenly, I laugh and at the same time cry. And in pleasure, many a grief endure. My happiness wanes and yet it lasts unchanged. All at once, and I dry up and grow green. Thus, I suffer love's incon inconsistencies when I think the pain is most intense, without thinking, it is gone again. Then, when I feel my joy certain, and my hour of greatest delight arrived, I find my pain beginning all over once again. And that concludes that poem by Louis Loeb. Now, unlike the sonnet we had earlier, there isn't a rhyme scheme here. Yet, it still has very, very interesting literary devices, which um, Louis Leib incorporates to portray her message. Starting off with that title again, the anaphora, I pointed that out at the very beginning. And I really think that is unique because not too many people, I haven't seen many of many other poems do that. Um, another thing is, is really, really prevalent in this particular poem is contrast. Um, she says, I live and I die first in the title in the first line, which is complete contrasts because life and death is quite literally the opposite. And I burn, I drown. Well, I burn requires flames and drowning requires water and with which both are, um, which both contrast each other. But those aren't the only examples of contrast. Um, in the in the in the second stanza, the first line reads, "Suddenly I laugh and at the same time cry," uh, which which is not only a parallel structure, but um, it I mean not parallel structure that that's not only a contrast, but it 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 says something powerful about the meaning, how she's experiencing something positive and something negative, because when you laugh. Most of the time, you release serotonin, um, whereas in your cry, you're mostly feeling sadness, assuming assuming that you're not crying tears of happiness. Um, and in pleasure, many a grief endure. Pleasure and grief are again contrast and complete on you know complete opposites of each other. 
And so I question myself and I question the author's choices on why does the author contradict him herself? Pleasure and grief are opposites. Life and death are opposite. Um, laugh and cry are opposite. And so um, yeah, I, I don't understand why, but um, I feel like she does this to, to portray her message even in a better in a better way. And her message is, I feel, is that there's never a dull moment in life. With every good emotion, there comes a bad emotion. Um, and life is neither s simply, you know, hard or easy or happy or sad. And I feel like she portrays that when she says, I laugh and I cry. I have pleasure and I have grief. You know, I die, I live. I burn, I drown. You know, I have sore troubles. Again, she says this in the last line. I have sore troubles. And then it says mingled with joys. So I think um, what, what I can comprehend with what Louise Leib is saying here is is that there's never a dull moment and that can i say that in my thesis as well where i say in i live i die i burn i drown louise Lane utilizes literary devices such as contrast anaphora uh, and parallel structure to convey the complex uh in order to portray the the complex moments in her life which ultimately signifies the numerous positive and negative experiences in life. And so with that, I'd like to conclude, right? Um, moving, moving, remembering what we had talked about in Sonnet 94, I believe I forgot to mention my thesis. And so let me just mention that really quickly and then we'll be on our way. In Sonnet 94, William Shakespeare utilizes literary devices such as metaphors, rhyme scheme, and contrast in order to convey the complex portrayal of the responsibility one, um, one with power. Um, wait, what? No, no, my bad. I'm complete. I always mess up that famous quote. Um, portrayal of the responsibility one must have with great power. That's what I meant to say. So in short, that's those two. The, those are the two great pieces of um, literature we have today. Um, I, I would love to give you guys more. Um, just invite me back onto the radio, and I'll probably give you a couple more. Um, these were these were amazing poetries. I don't want to say goodbye to you, but goodbye, guys. I hope you were entertained, and I'll see you guys next time. Oh, thank you.